Hello and welcome to the podcast. You're listening to Be Uncluttered. I'm Tara Tuttle and with me is Rebecca Mazzino and together we are going to help you on your journey to a life free of clutter. Hi and welcome to this week's episode. This week we are talking about unpacking. This is our follow-up episode from last week and last week we talked about preparing to pack and move and then the actual packing process and now this week we're on to unpacking which means we've skipped the move altogether but that's for the removalists to worry about. (laughs) Yeah that's it. Um, Well this I guess the the thing about preparing packing and unpacking is this is the main bit that you do we can't really give you advice on the logistics of moving you're gonna have to you know con your own friends or pay a removalist (laughs) to do that for you yeah but this bit you can kind of control for sure and if you are getting help um, this will also help you direct the helpers as well to make sure that things don't end up a little bit out of your control I know I have had so many clients like I can't even count how many clients I've had that have said to me I need your help because somebody else unpacked and I can't live the way it is because it's not set up for me so um, unpacking is really important Mm, absolutely and like we talked about in last week's show if you pack your belongings with this in mind with unpacking in mind it will make the whole process a whole lot smoother yeah for sure so where do we start what do we have to do first okay so there's a few important decisions you need to make even before you start opening any boxes and one of those is to figure out where the large furniture is going to go in your home so um, hopefully you've managed a walkthrough before the you know mm. moving day. And I always draw a bit of a mud map um, to try and figure out where I think things would be placed. But sometimes you don't know if it's going to work until the stuff is there. Mm. So with this in mind, quite often I will get people or like the removalists or helpers to stack boxes, you know, on the front porch or in the garage or wherever to start with until they can bring the big pieces in because sometimes the big pieces are halfway back in the truck or they might be, you know, you might pack them first on the trailer and then add the boxes on top. But I think you need to get these big bits of furniture in the house first and Mm. figure out where they're going to go because, firstly, if it's something like a bookshelf, it's so much easier to move when it's empty before you pack, stu- uh, pack stuff in it, into it. Mm. Um, and the, as soon as you start bringing the boxes in, you have less room to move around and mm. rotate items. And, you know, I've been there before, tripping over boxes, trying to move couches from this wall mm. to that wall. So if you can get that big stuff fairly well in place, you know, even 80% where you think you might like it before you start opening boxes, that's going to help. Mm. And if you have any control over the way the truck is packed, uh, pay attention. I know that mo- the removalists that we use almost always pack the boxes in first and then the furniture in second so that when they unpack, the furniture comes out first and then the boxes after that. So the furniture gets all laid out and then the boxes come in after that. And then they generally, if there's room, they generally put in the rooms that they're labelled with 
Um, or like you said, they're kind of stacked in the garage or on the porch or something like that. So you can go and bring them in one at a time. But um, if you have control over that, and also if, again, if you have control over it and they are going to put the boxes in first, sometimes I'll turn up to unpack for a client and the truck would have arrived like, I don't know, half an hour earlier or something like that. And I still have to wait at least half an hour before I even get the first box to unpack. So I'm standing around twiddling my thumbs or, you know, helping them get things off the truck and I can't even unpack. So if you can have your last minute boxes or, you know, the boxes we talked about last week, the the priority boxes, if you can have those packed last, then they'll come off the truck first then you can be unpacking those while the furniture comes in and then you can do your other boxes after that. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And what we will often do, um, my husband and I will pair up and one of us will stand either in the driveway or near the front door or wherever the removalists are coming from with our mud map and they'll mm. walk. They'll be walking towards us going, okay, we've got the small coffee table And I'll look at the mud map and go, okay, that's in the um, rumpus room down the back. Or, okay, we've got this bedside table. Okay, that's bedroom number three or whatever it is. And I'll put post-it notes on the bedroom doors so that all the Mm. removalists know which bedroom one, two and three is. Um, And then as they come through the front door, I can send them to the right place. So quite often we'll have one of us like a little sentry at the front of the house doing that. And then the other person inside kind of directing traffic and saying, oh, no, I don't want the bed on that wall. I want it on that wall. Can you put it there? And that kind of thing. So that can help. Yeah, definitely. Um, Okay. So, oh, should we do uh, the equipment that we need to unpack? Like what should you have when you're doing your unpacking? What like tools should you have with you? Mm, I guess. Box cutter. Yeah. I was going to say. This doesn't really enter my head a lot because I kind of de- rely on the removalist to have it. But if you're uh. doing it yourself, um, I guess these are things that you would either take with you in the car or having one of those those boxes, like a priority mm. box that gets packed last. So um, box cutters, maybe Allen keys and screwdrivers if you're putting stuff together. Yeah, yeah. Um, the box cut is the main one. And I know this sounds really weird, but I always have a tape gun as well. <laughs> Just in case you need to re-put together a box, it's a real pain in the neck if you don't have the tape gun. So um, I've always got a tape gun handy, um, pair of scissors, just little like you said the allen keys the screwdriver they're all handy to kind of have on hand just in case you need to screw something in or tape something up so another decision you need to make before you start the actual unpacking of boxes is to figure out if you want to clean anything first so ideally you do this even maybe a day beforehand but sometimes the day you get access to the house is the day your stuff is coming So um, get there early if you can and beat the removalist. But have a check, especially inside the cupboards, because, you know, the floors are going to get filthy with people moving stuff back and forward, all the foot traffic. That can all be dealt with later. But if there's kitchen cupboards that need a wipeout or bathroom cupboards or anything like that, you want that clean so you can unpack straight into them. Um, So if you can get that done first, figure out if... any any areas need to be clean and get that cleaning done that's important too before you start unpacking mm. um the other thing and this is the control freak in me uh 
talking. But having a think about where key things will go in key areas of your home and making those decisions before you start unpacking because chances are you're not going to unpack on your own. And like you said at the top of the show, Beck, where you, you know, your client can't find things or wasn't happy with the way it was unpacked, if you can figure out a few things first, like for me, well, the kitchen cupboards are my zone anyway, so I don't think anyone that knows me would even dare to unpack my kitchen. <laughs> but maybe you've got a real clear picture of where the coffee cups should go. You know, you know where you think you're, you want your coffee machine to go and you think the coffee cups should go in the, in the cupboard above that or whatever it is. If you've, if you've got a thought about that and you're pretty adamant that that's the way it should go, then put a post-it note on the cupboard or make mm. sure whoever's unpacking in that area knows that that's where you want things. Same with your linen. If there are options for linen cupboards, but you might not be doing the unpacking of linen, put some post-it notes up, towels here, sheets here. You can rearrange again later, but the more time you save at the start, the better off you'll be. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if they've folded the towels wrong, and because there is a wrong way and the right <laughs> way, <laughs> um, then that doesn't matter so much as long as they're on the right shelf. You know, it's not a big deal. You can always just fix that later. It's not urgent. It doesn't affect you in any major way. Uh, but, yeah, if you have to pull everything out and put it back in again, that starts to get, you know, a bit um, frustrating and um, time-consuming. Yeah. I mean, if you've got a cupboard and you assign it to glassware, and they put the big tumblers at the bottom and the small tumblers in the middle, and, but the small tumblers are the ones you use the most and you want to switch them around. But that's not time critical. You can live with that for a couple of weeks till you get around to changing it. But yeah. if they put the tumblers in that annoying corner cupboard that you can't get to... Yeah, and you've or they put them in the laundry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then because I've had clients do that as well. I've had I've I've looked in cupboards and I'm like, why did they put this here? And the clients like, I know it's driving me crazy because people just kind of shoved things in a hurry, mm-hmm. um, and that, it made zero sense. Even even just from a normal logic perspective, I think they just kind of rushed or they unpacked the box. It wasn't packed with the unpacking in mind, so it was packed based on the furniture and the storage in the other place, and so things were bunched together. Then they got bunched together in the next spot Mm. as well, which made even less sense. So, yep. Um, So one thing I do is I will assign rooms or areas to different people. So I will say to my husband, go forth and unpack the (laughs) shed and (laughs) all your nuts and bolts and screws and tools and all the stuff that I really don't care about. Uh, I'll be in the kitchen um, or I will I'm will happily let my kids start unpacking their own rooms because mm-hmm. that's fine and they can figure out where they want their stuff to go. Yeah. So if there are They're areas that, that loosely belong more to one person, then send them in that direction so that they can put it in the way that they want. Mm. And one of the things that uh, we always prioritise for people who we're unpacking for because – Sometimes they won't book us to do a complete unpack. They'll just book us for like four hours mm-hmm. or something like that. And so what we'll do is we do the kitchen first and we make the beds. Um, and those are the two highest priorities. We won't sort of leave until we've done that uh, or until the kitchen's full. Sometimes the kitchen's full and there's still kitchen boxes. 
but um, if we've um, used up all of our time, then then often the client will just say, oh, I'll unpack the rest myself. But um, we always make sure the beds are made and the kitchen is almost completely unpacked because that's, that's what you need to live. And the toiletries, but they usually bring them separately, so they don't mm. need to unpack those. They're just in a bag. So the last decision I would suggest that you absolutely must make before you start unpacking is which method of unpacking you and the other people in your household agree on doing. So there are two main ways that I'm aware of. Beck, you might be able to enlighten me if you've got others. But the first one is to get everything out of all the boxes first. So everything out. And then you start putting stuff away. Or the second one is to unpack box by box and put it straight into its home. So, Beck, what do you do when you and Mick are doing unpacking jobs or does it depend on what the client wants? Um, we always do bo- box by box. Straight into its home. Yep, straight into its home. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the idea, probably the main reason is that we are unpacking into like most of our clients have downsized into a retirement unit. So that's the unpacking that we do is we don't do moves in general. We just yeah. do downsizes. So if we're unpacking, we're unpacking into an apartment mm-hmm. um, that is usually full of people. So there'll be Mick, me, another unpacker or two. Um, there'll be two or three removalists. Then there'll be two residents, sometimes the son or the daughter and a grandchild of the resident as well, all be in the house. Mm-hmm. To unpack all of the stuff and find somewhere for it to sit while we wait for it to go away, I think that would be everyone would just be falling over it all. Um, Mm -hmm. It would be an absolute mess. So we definitely do box by box. Um, and depending on how many unpackers there are, that's how many boxes are getting unpacked at any one time. Sometimes we will team up and for the kitchen, uh, occasionally um, we've teamed up and one of us will unpack onto the um, countertop and then the other person will kind of group things and then put them away once they're kind of grouped but that's the most we will do Uh, sometimes we'll just unpack a whole box out but we can't do any more than that there's just no room yeah okay so my experience with all my moves I'm the other way I like Mm. everything out and part of this I think is because Um, and we'll go through some of the reasons why one method might be better than the other for you. But um, for us, it's got to do with the obligations of the removals companies that we deal with. So part of it is that um, they need to unpack all the breakables. Now, everything gets moved in in the day. They're assembling beds. Quite often there's only two people. Sometimes there's three. So there'll be one or two assembling beds and furniture And the other one starts unpacking. But to unpack all the breakables and put them away is almost Mm. impossible. Um, Plus their contracts generally say um, they must be unpacked onto a flat surface. Mm -hmm. And I quite like the idea of it because it means I can get rid of all the packing materials (laughs) straight away because they will unpack, repack, stuff all the paper in the boxes, take the boxes out, put them on the truck. So when they leave at the end of the day, most of the packing stuff goes with them. Um, But also then I'm not hurrying to figure out the right homes for things if I haven't done it already. Everything's out and then I can go at my own pace. But 
Um, and you know what? It's perfect time just to move into why this that method might work for people. So if you need to get rid of all the boxes and packing material quickly, if you don't have room to store them, or if you just want them out of your way, which is usually my case, then it's great because the packers will take them with them. Um, if you've got people that you're paying to unpack, they can, like the unwrapping takes time, doesn't it? Like it's really, it's a much this more is why laborious I said in the first task. <laughs> this is why I said in the first one, only wrap every second thing because mm. that halves the amount of unwrapping you have to do later too. So if you've got people unpacking for you, getting them to do all the unwrapping is an awesome use of their time because that's a real uh, time mm. suck. And then you, instead of unwrapping, can use the time to focus on deciding what the home should be for those things and putting away. So quite often um, there would be someone in the kitchen with me and they'd be unpacking and putting them on the countertop and I'd be going, right, champagne glasses, they're going to go up here. I'll start putting them away. And they generally unpack quicker than I can put in the cupboards, but Mm. um, it's not too bad. And then I'm focusing on the thing that is important to me rather than unpacking. The other reason this all-out method can be good is that you can check for breakages before the packers leave. Um, So in our case where the removalist company do the packing and the unpacking, it makes claiming for breakages a lot easier because they Mm. see them and can record them before they leave. Um, So that can be really handy. The the other thing that I like about it... (laughs) is it forces me to confront all the stuff I've got, um, which sometimes is a little bit overwhelming. But I feel like boxes are so neat and tidy and compact and really easy to slide into a corner of Mm -hmm. the garage or a study and just stack them on top of each other and deal with it later. But once it's all out and having them unpack onto a flat surface, like, there's goat tracks through the house. You know, there is lamps and vases and stuff on every floor, chair, uh, table, everywhere. And for me, I'm more likely to tackle it than if all those vases were still in a box in the corner of the room mm-hmm. um, yeah. because I can't stand it being out. <laughs> so I think if you're someone that doesn't get easily overwhelmed, then this might work for you. And if it... If you've got the time to devote to unpacking, so if you needed to get up the next day, find your work clothes, make lunches and get to work, it probably wouldn't work. But if you've got the next few days off, which are solely about unpacking, uh, then it might work for you. So it's pretty it's pretty mm. full on and it's pretty draining, but I like it. It works for me. Yeah, the, the whole, the idea of it, I'm 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 feeling overwhelmed thinking about it. <laughs> so, yeah. like, so it does overwhelm me, but I can definitely see the benefits to it. And I think that I also like the idea of 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 being left alone to do the homing. Like yeah. I like the idea of doing my own, putting things in its homes. And um, so I think that that definitely appeals to me. Um, and if I could get past the uh, the idea of having every single possession on the floor or on the surfaces mm-hmm. that I have, if I can get past that, um, then I can I can definitely see how I would like some of the some of the aspects of, of doing that. And one of the things it also does is 
Like he said, it's easy to hide boxes away. And so many of my clients um, have said to me, oh, those boxes in the corner of the shed, they're from when we moved in. And it's like eight years <laughs> earlier and they've yeah. never unpacked them. So that happens a lot. And I think, like you said, if you unpack everything and you make it a rule, every single box has to be unpacked. And then we put stuff away. Then you're not going to end up with those boxes hanging around. And you're more likely to then actually declutter the excess items that don't fit in the cupboards instead of just leaving them in boxes in the garage. Mm-hmm. And I think it's even for me seeing stuff like when – Removalists are unpacking all my fancy plates and salad bowls onto a table and like you see the piles of them all stacked up and I'm like, mm. how many how many people am I entertaining at once to ever need to use all those plates and bowls? I could really and it but you don't when they get into a cupboard, you don't view them the same way because they're kind of mm, tucked away true. and they're neat and tidy. So I find that generally, even though I think I've decluttered before I move, I usually always declutter a bit more when I see it all. And I go, that's an obscene amount of mm, glasses to it's own all together. Or whatever. Yeah. Mm. So, but it's yeah. really, it's, it's exhausting. And I will quite often pull a really late night the first night to get the kitchen done. So I won't go to sleep until that's done so that we can at least get up and make breakfast. But it's awful because you, you want to take a break and you sit down on the couch and there's like piles of books next to you and all <laughs> yeah. the linen sitting on the floor at your feet. And you're like, I can't even, I can't rest my eyes anywhere. But then that makes me want to just get up and keep going. <laughs> so mm. I think it's a lot personality based. I yeah. think um, there are some people that would be so overwhelmed by that that they then couldn't take any action. Yeah. Whereas absolutely. you're the opposite. You're overwhelmed by it, so it forces you to take action. So yeah, it does depend on on people's personality as well, uh, and and also just you know how many people have, have to live in the house while there's all that stuff around, yeah. and, and and how, what, like, how you, you have to function. <laughs> while yeah, you're exactly. There. Yeah, exactly. So like, if if sort of everyone's just you know no one's working or at school or anything like that then it's not so bad you don't you can cope with um wearing odd socks and yesterday's clothes and you know all that kind of stuff um but if you have to function um fully function then it could be a little bit a little bit much Mm. and for me it's i reckon it takes about three days of finding homes for the whole house to be completely done shed bikes Mm. tools kitchen books everything and then i'll walk around for the next three years rearranging where i put that (laughs) plant and where i put that vase and whatever but um yeah yeah. so for me it's 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 big but for people that that, sorry go on i was just gonna say and yeah i think the time that it takes, that method does take longer and there because there's double handling basically. You're mm-hmm. handling everything twice. Uh, and so I think for from a speed perspective, unpacking box by box is a little bit more efficient um, from a yeah. time perspective because you're only touching the stuff once unless unless you rush and put it in the wrong spot and then you've got more adjusting that you have to do. But if you think it through and if you have thought about your stuff as you've packed it where it's going to go and you've kept the right amount so that it suits the the new storage and I'm thinking mainly of the kitchen uh, then it's going to be yeah quite efficient doing box by box because you're only really handling the stuff once 
Absolutely. So some of the other benefits, I guess, of going in the second method, doing it box by box, is that it is less overwhelming. There's not that initial carnage mm-hmm. of stuff everywhere. <laughs> I really need you to send me photos. Next time you move, I want to see okay. like videos and photos, please. I usually, <laughs> I usually will take a photo about midnight on the first night of me in the kitchen and mm. I've sprouted three new grey hairs and you still can't <laughs> see the counters and it's like, uh, why do we do this? But then we and then there. a few days later, you're, you're happy and you're glad you did. Yeah. Mm. Um, the other thing that's really nice about going box by box is that because you don't feel overwhelmed by everything out, you can actually take more time to consider and be really deliberate about the placement of items because I think you're feeling less pressure to deal with it all at once and just get it off the surfaces and get it away. You can go, okay, this box, it's got... Um, I don't know, it's got my fancy salad bowls. Where do I want to put them? I'm not quite sure. I can slide this box over there and I'll let it I'll let it just percolate for a little while while I do something like plates or cutlery and I'll come back to that once I've figured out a good spot. You know, there's not yeah. that pressure. Yeah, and there's some categories of things that might go in another room if there's no space in the, in the first room that you've picked. So those things mm-hmm. will wait to see if there's space, you know, so you can sort of adjust a suit. And this is where, you know, the importance of not just throwing things in a box randomly when you're packing comes into play as well because you you it's helpful to know what's in every box and to have things grouped accordingly um, as best as you can when you're packing so that at this unpacking point you can decide whether or not it is going to be something you unpack now or you wait and do other things first. Mm-hmm. Sorry, all the cockies are out. There's like f- four across the top, the front fence at the moment. <laughs> so they're all looking at me. I'm thinking, yeah, just, we haven't just had be the quiet. cockies for a couple of weeks. That's true. They have been quiet. Yeah. I think the box by box method is really helpful too if you want to declutter as you unpack. Mm. If you've um, packed in a hurry, it gives you that chance because you're taking things out kind of one at a time to focus on each item as you handle them where when everything is out um for me it it makes me declutter because i see the sheer volume Mm. but if you want to marry condor and handle the items and think do i really need to keep this am i going to put this in the cupboard or not um you can take a bit more time doing it that way yeah yeah i think it is really important that you do not let the unpacking process drag on with this particular method because it is very tempting, like I said, to shove some boxes aside but then never, ever get to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I, it is important that you are um, setting goals for having them all unpacked and absolutely the main goal should be that every single one is fully unpacked and and so, as soon as you possibly can ma- manage that because if you leave any of them unpacked, you're just – taking up space um then the things are never going to be used because they're going to be in a box so they're just you know then they're just living in your house rent free yep absolutely so whether the goal be about uh how many spaces you want finished by the end of the day or end of the week or how many boxes you want done per day just set a goal write it on a on a piece of paper and stick it on the fridge and aim for that um because it can yeah it can really drag on Mm-hmm. If you don't motivate yourself, even set a reward. I don't know. Get yourself yeah. a massage when you yeah get when every done single or, box is done. Yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. So regardless of the method, 
that you choose to unpack, whether it be all out or box by box, um, it's really important that you get the essentials unpacked first, like we said. So bedding, your kitchen essentials, toiletries, toothbrush, that kind of stuff. Um, If you're packing those essentials or basic boxes at the other end when you're packing up and label them accordingly so it's really easy to find, um, that is all much, much easier. Another thing to try and do first, like we said, put the important furniture together, beds, couches, like the bookcases, they can wait. That's not going to impact your life um, if your bookcases aren't built in the first 24 to 48 hours, but you will want somewhere to lay your head at the end of the day. So if you can get your beds made, that's pretty, pretty important. And plug in all your appliances like your fridge, your washing machine and things like fridges, I think quite often after they've moved, need to stand for a while mm, um, before they hour, get, I think. Yeah, mm. before they get turned on. So um, the sooner you can get appliances in, figure out where they're going and plugged in, that would be good. Make sure your boxes are labelled well. And then on the, the move-in, try and put the boxes as close to or inside the room that they belong in before you start opening them. Um, this is where all your good labelling is rewarded because speaking from plenty of experiences, nothing is worse than opening a box and unpacking things in one space and then having to do 10 trips from one end of the house to the other with those items um, because actually they didn't belong in that room. They belong in a different room. Such a waste of time. Yeah, it's so annoying. And that's where I guess your thought back of having um, tape with you if you've untaped a box and gone, no, no, this doesn't, I don't want this in this area, you can always tape it back up and move mm. it um, <laughs> yeah. if you need to. Yeah. So also have a think about um, if you need any extra storage in spaces like garages or basements or playrooms before you get everything out. So size things up, have a look at the shelving and the storage and bins that you've already got and then if you know that you've got more stuff than you've got space for before you get everything out maybe get your new shelving system or get your extra bins or whatever so that you can unpack straight into those new systems Mm. but there is a bit of a caveat with that if you're thinking of decluttering or downsizing on, on the unpack while you're unpacking, do that first before you purchase anything because you yeah. might not need as much as you think. Yeah, exactly, because you don't want to buy storage for stuff that's not going to stick around. Mm. But, there are, I mean, there are lots of people that think, you know, we had um, our kids, their playroom was within their bedroom uh, when we lived in England and we when we moved back to Australia that we had, like, a dedicated playroom for them. So some of their bedroom furniture I wanted to stay in their bedroom and have clothes in it but it meant we didn't have the toy storage that we Mm -hmm. had in the old place so um we had we figured that out early before we even unpacked went and got those bits of storage stuff and set them up so that we could unpack straight into them um Mm -hmm. but it just requires a bit of thinking and planning beforehand yeah um One thing I would recommend too is to get every member of your house involved. 
So like we said earlier, let people unpack their own spaces if you can. Mm -hmm. Not only is it easier for you if you don't have to unpack everything, um, but people generally feel more in control and feel a bit more ownership of their space if they do it. I have tried once to unpack Ryan's shed and organising tools by size order rather than by category. He didn't really like (laughs) that. (laughs) I don't think I'll ever do that again. And then every time he went to find like a nail he'd be like babe where's my nails i was like that's it i'm never doing it again you can do yeah. it yourself yeah. um if whoever's going looking for stuff in that space should be the ones that unpack them yeah hmm. um even i would go so far as to let the kids pull their own stuff out too of boxes like mm. you will probably have to depending on their age you'll probably have to still get in there and organize them but i get my kids to unpack all their own stuff um and yeah, well, they're at the right age now. I think, you know, once they're above, like, eight or nine, they could pretty much do everything, couldn't they? Yeah, and even little ones, you can give them the, the box of soft toys and tell them to start pulling them out. Um, you mm. can get younger ones to group matchbox cars in one mm. basket or bin and Lego in another. You, like, get them involved because there's nothing worse than trying to entertain people or kids at the same time as trying to unpack it just makes the whole process so much longer yeah another tip is to keep a notepad handy or your phone i guess in the notes section on that to jot down anything you think of or you discover as you unpack so it might be that you're unpacking into your new pantry and you realize the shelves at this house are really deep and you can't see all your spices so at some stage you want a spice rack or some stepped storage or it might be that you realize there's no hanging space for coats so you need some coat hooks for the entrance hallway so often you notice these things and notice the stuff that's missing while you're unpacking and while you're organizing and trying to find homes for things But once you live in that space for a little bit and get used to it, you stop seeing those things like the fresh eyes kind of go away. Um, Mm. Plus, it's not practical to run out and purchase stuff in the middle of an unpack. So you need to capture that information somewhere and then come back to it in a couple of weeks once everything else has settled down. Yeah. And include your measurements at the time if you can. Oh, yeah, that's a good tip. You don't have to go back and remeasure. Um, another thing I'd suggest is to forget perfection because <laughs> that's, that's... You'll go insane otherwise. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, the problem is we all have these ridiculous expectations that come with a new house or a new home that things will look better or feel better. They'll be perfect <laughs> in the new place. And I haven't even done this and I can totally relate just because I know that's how I would feel. <laughs> yep. I don't even need to have experienced to know that's exactly the way I would be as well. I'd have like there are these high expectations of perfection. It's like that little honeymoon period that ha- well, it almost happens before you move. It's like, oh, I'll buy this new um, rug for the new house and, oh, I'm not using that vase yet. I'm saving it for the new house. And there's that mentality around yeah. when we get into yeah. the and new house. And in the house. new house, I'm going to dust this every day. And in the new house, I'm going to have this like little section where I'm just going to be able to sit and have my cup. And in the new house, I'm going to do this. It's all these ideas that you have. Yeah. Yeah. And then you can look at everything strewn across your new house and feel really (laughs) deflated so you've got to let go of that expectation um pretty early you're gonna 
the other thing is when you move into a new house, I feel like you have to try it on for size for a while. You have to live in there and see how it feels and then adjust things and you know, it's okay to change the homes of your belongings. If you decide that actually you don't want the bed sheets to live in that linen cupboard, you want them to go in the rooms that they're going to be used in, we'll change mm-hmm. it. Like, But you might want to live in the space first to figure out how things practically fit and then rearrange. Yeah. So you just got to allow for a bit of time for that kind of thing. Yeah. And, yeah, you know your rhythms, you know, your movements, the the way everyone works after a while. Um, and even just like furniture placement, like, you, you know, if, if there's one thing that everyone keeps bumping into, you, you might not know that for a couple of weeks until, you know, everyone keeps saying, oh, my God, this chair is always in the way, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's when you sort of do some adjusting, yeah. The last bit of advice I would give is to take regular breaks regardless of how you're unpacking and how many people you're unpacking with, whether you're on your own or in a big group and whether it's all out or you're doing it box by box, take some breaks because it's exhausting. So, you know, take yourself for a walk around the new neighbourhood you're living in or find all the new good hide-and-seek spots in the house with the kids. Don't set insane time frames. Like, it will take as long as it takes. Um, there's kind of no, there's no race and there's no prize for being unpacked first and then being exhausted. Mm-hmm. Um, and occasionally find yourself a little corner <laughs> between the boxes, sit down, close your, close your eyes in, so in the chaos, <laughs> yeah, and have a cuppa and just have a have a breather and take it all in and then reset and restart because it's it's huge, it's a massive undertaking and um, and I think quite often you get so caught up in the hype that once you stop at the other end it's it kind of all (laughs) washes over you and feels very overwhelming so you just got to look Mm -hmm. after yourself amongst all of that chaos too yeah that's a really good advice we can't forget to do that and um and if you get if you get run down then things just drag out even longer Mm. are there any other tips you can think of from your experience unpacking back um, if you are doing your own unpacking, have somewhere to put all the empty boxes and um, the like the wrapping and all that kind of stuff away and have like what we tend to do is we keep one box, we, we flatten all of our boxes after they've been emptied, but we will keep one box that is intact so that we can put all of the um, wrapping in. So all of the recycling wrap, and we shove as much in that as we can. Um, And then that goes sort of out to be recycled, I guess. Mick deals with that. Um, But all the rest are flat packed. And um, what we will do is generally, it sort of flows a little bit like Usually I'm unpacking and um, and then, you know, one or, one or two others are unpacking with me and I'll just be unpacking and I'll flat pack the boxes and I'll put them in a spot and then every now and then I see Mick sweep past, pick them up, take them out, put them out the front. He sorts them by size because he usually reuses them so he brings them back to our place and puts them in our storage section and he has all the boxes sorted by size so that he can easily take the ones that he wants to the next client for them to pack into or for us to pack into and so it kind of yeah there's like a little bit of a 
um, a little bit of a system where things sort of move move out of the house. But if it's just you, um, flatten them, stick them in a spot that's out of the way uh, and keep them all there until you can get rid of them. To get rid of your boxes, you can um, give them away on like Marketplace or, or sell them um, on Marketplace or you can take them to a recycler um, and, and get rid of them yourself. But people are always after moving boxes. So I would say don't go to all the effort of taking them to a recycler just stick them on marketplace and people will come running yeah just make sure that wherever you store them if then if you're not getting rid of them that day that it's somewhere where they won't get wet yeah definitely because wet cardboard sucks (laughs) well they're pretty much useless after that Mm -hmm. um they can dry again but they dry all wonky and wobbly and a little bit weakened so yeah they're not fun so we would love to hear about your unpacking tips and tricks as well so please come and join us in our facebook community and tell us about some of your moving wins maybe even a few of your moving fails so that we can learn from you Um, and we will be back with more moving advice next week thanks for joining us we'd love it if you'd leave a review or tell all your friends about us so that they too can be uncluttered If you'd like to connect with us, you can find us at beuncluttered.com.au or on social media or on our own websites at clearspace.net.au and basklifecoaching.com.